This is Finally Free, a podcast for the chronic dieters, disordered eaters, and fitness junkies. For those sick of battling their bodies, sick of fearing food and the number on the scale, sick of punishing exercise, all in the pursuit of diet culture's version of health and wellness. I'm Alana Vandersloos, an eating disorder recovered intuitive eating coach studying to become a certified intuitive eating counselor and the founder of Freedom with Food and Fitness, an online community where I coach women how to become intuitive eaters and incorporate intuitive movement for true health, mind, body, and spirit. On this podcast, you will hear stories of other women on various parts of their journeys, some who are in recovery, those who are recovered, and those who are helping others to do the same. I'll also teach you ways to quiet that incessant voice in your head telling you you're not enough. I'll show you how to find peace and satisfaction with food again, how to embrace the one and only body you have with joyful movement so you can move through this world with peace and confidence. Are you ready to be finally free? Thank you so much for joining me today. But before we get started, I just want to remind you of everything that I offer for those who need help with body image, intuitive eating, fitness, food, weight, and mindset. First, I offer group coaching now. So if you're interested in getting some expert support, some tough targeted love, schedule a free 15-minute discovery call at freedomwithfoodandfitness.com or click the link in my bio on Instagram at freedomwithfoodandfitness. On that same link in my IG bio, I have everything that I offer people. So I have the links to two course videos, which are both under $5 right now. I have free quizzes to assess your relationship with food and exercise, over 45 pages of free intuitive eating and fitness resources that you can sign up for. It takes literally five seconds. I have a form where you can ask your own question for a chance for it to be answered on the podcast. I have a guided meditation and so much more. Seriously, go check it all out at Freedom with Food and Fitness on Instagram. Welcome, welcome, Freedom Fighters. Uh, it is a Saturday afternoon right now and Archer is asleep. Uh, it's actually a little bit after one and he usually only naps until one. So I'm kind of playing a little game called press my luck to try to record this episode for you guys. So <laughs> let's see how it goes. Uh, the listener question today is such a practical one. And I love practical questions. I love anything that is practical and pragmatic and you can apply because, you know, as, as inspirational as it can be to wax poetic about, you know, inspiration and self-love and all, and all these things, it sounds great and you listen to it and you feel really motivated, but unless you have ways to apply it to your life and, and things you can actually apply to your life, it, it becomes very hard for you to actually make any sort of meaningful progress in your journey. So I'm very appreciative to this listener who gave this question. And, and the question is, how do you combat cleaning out your closet after you stopped dieting? And I feel like I say every question is a good question. But again, this is a really good one because so many women go through this stage of their bodies changing. And whether that's because you're on an intuitive eating journey, which I would hope it would be, but even just like our bodies change as we age, as we have children, as things happen in our lives, the, our, our bodies change. So everybody, literally everybody will go through this, this phase of their body changing probably multiple times. 
So how to combat cleaning out your closet after you've stopped dieting um, is a very practical one. And I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to quite Marie Kondo you, but, you know, we'll, we'll have some tangible strategies to, to get through this. Now, listen, intuitive eating is a process and a process is, is, is long, right? You have to trust the process. It's not linear. It can take depending on depending on you and your story it could take you weeks months even maybe years uh but i can tell you from personal experience that it is the best thing you can do for yourself and just because maybe it'll take years like i would say it took me years to get from my very worst to my very best today but there were phases of success and letting go so you can still be moving in the right direction in a positive direction and it take you know, years to get to exactly where you want to be. So yes, I weigh more now than I did when I was a disordered eater, but I feel better about how I look. Uh, and and I, I just feel better in general, regardless of that number. If someone was like, oh, you could wait for magic wand and you could be back to that weight you were at, I would say no, because I hated my body then. At my lowest weight, I hated my body. It, it wasn't, yay, I'm finally at my goal weight. It was, I hated my body. And, you know, sometimes it kind of was, yay, my goal weight. But it, but then right after that came that overwhelming anxiety of, oh, my God, now I have to maintain this. And what I had to do to get it was basically eat, you know, way under what I was supposed to be eating for my body a day. So I was like, oh, my God, I have to do this for the rest of my life. And, you know, um, so so the, the, the number is not going to help you feel better about how you look. Um, and if you are, if you have to become in a large body like I did, I'm not in a, in a large body per se, what we would consider a large body, but I, I weigh more than I did when I had my eating disorder. Um, and you would think I would feel worse about the way my body looks, but I actually feel better. I feel better about the way it looks. Because remember, you're not chasing a number. You're chasing a feeling. You're chasing a feeling about yourself and you're chasing a feeling about your body. And intuitive eating can give you that feeling regardless of the number. And I know that sounds crazy and I know that sounds impossible for you, but you have to trust me. And this question was actually pretty fortuitous because it uh, happened to me recently, this whole idea of having to clean out my closet. So as most of you know, I have a 15-month-old son named Archer and I've, I, I exclusively pump with him. But I'm starting to wean back on the pumping. I'm only doing twice a day now, thank goodness. Uh, and for some women, you know, breastfeeding causes them to lose weight. For some, it causes them to gain weight. But it caused me to lose weight because of all the calories I'm burning. Uh, you burn a certain amount of calories per ounce that you pump. So now that I'm weaning off in the transition, I'm noticing that certain parts of my pants are fitting tighter, namely um, like my upper thighs and my butt area, which I mean, that's that's kind of cool with me. I, I always wanted more hips and more butt because I was always kind of a very, you know, up and down shaped type of gal. So anyway, um, so yeah, pants are starting to fit a little tight. And these are pants I've worn. I've worn the same size pretty much my whole life, give or take. And years ago, having my pants starting to fit tight would have freaked me out. It would have caused me to start cutting calories. It would have caused me to start, you know, going back on a meal plan or, you know, working out on my rest days, things like that, these like disordered habits. Now that I'm an intuitive eater, which is not just about eating, but about self-worth and mindset, right? That's really what intuitive eating is about. It's not about how to eat. It is, but it's also 
you know, the, the, the behind that is the self-worth mindset. Uh, it really did bother me. It really, I'm sorry, it really didn't bother me. Um, now, other than the fact that I have to buy new stuff, which is kind of annoying because I'm frugal um, with my money and, you know, I love shopping, but I don't like to spend money. So I literally just shrugged. Like when I, when I tried to put pants on this week and all of them are a little bit tight, I kind of just shrugged, took them off and put them in a pile for donation and grabbed, you know, different pants that happen to fit better. The number on my pants is arbitrary. It doesn't mean a damn thing about who I am as a person. It doesn't mean I've failed. It doesn't mean I've let myself go. Uh, it means simply that my body is doing some things. It's transitioning to a new season of life. And we can't put a moral value on that. It's not, you know, I, I actually, I, I think it's a good season of life. You know, my, my son is a, a fun age. I don't have to spend all my time pumping anymore. Um, it's going to have to be a bad season of life because of this number. Um, so I'm not going to let my number freak me out because I feel fit and strong. Um, another thing I would have done years ago is try to actually just squeeze myself into those pants regardless of how they fit because I wanted to be that size. I wanted to be able to say that I was that size. But again, that size doesn't mean anything about me as a person. So I don't need to fit my clothes. My clothes need to fit me. And I want to be comfortable. I deserve to be comfortable. I'm so busy all the time with a full-time job and, you know, freedom with food and fitness is my, my passion project and my son and my husband and my parents. I don't have time to be like worried about my pants not fitting all the time. And listen, through, through honoring fullness and satiety, which are some of the principles before bringing back, you know, nutrition, you might gain weight right? This honoring your fullness, honoring your satiety, you are bringing back foods that you were restricting previously. Um, and you're probably eating more of them than you will when you are a full intuitive eater because you're at the beginning phase. You're just introducing these formally restricted foods again. You're going to eat more of them. In all honesty, you probably will gain some weight during this phase and you might need bigger clothes. But again, once you've stopped restricting these foods, you can start bringing gentle nutrition back and you might, might lose weight at that point because you won't be eating all the brownies. You'll be eating brownies sometimes because you can know you, ha you can have brownies anytime you want. So maybe you don't want to put the clothes into the donation bit yet. You can keep them down in the basement or wherever out of sight, but this is a big but. Don't keep those clothes as a goal for weight loss. Weight loss is never the goal. It might be a byproduct of getting to those last few principles where you, you bring gentle nutrition back in. It might be a byproduct weight loss. It is not the goal. Those size pants are not the goal. We're past that. Okay? So I can see my son is now sitting up, so I'm going to kind of go through the next ones kind of quickly. Um, here are three things to remember if you're having issues with getting rid of the clothes from your dieting past. The first thing to remember, your size does not determine your worth as a person. I'm like three different sizes and three different brands, so clearly the number isn't even the end-all, be-all of your actual size. And even if it was your actual size, there's so much more about you than your body size. If you're fixated on the size of your pants, then you're buying into this idea that thin is better. 
And this thin is better thing is a social construct. It's not objective truth. It's different in all cultures. So it's not truth. It's not universal truth. People want you to believe that so that you'll buy their products so that you can try to lose weight and that they can make money. Other people believe that because that's what they've been taught, right? If someone's like, oh, you have to be this size, that's that's their own BS. That's BS that they heard from somebody else that they've internalized and they're trying to project it onto you. So you need to ignore that. You need to ignore all those outside messages. Your weight is not your worth. Number two, you deserve to be comfortable. Going up a size, again, it does not mean that you failed as a person. In fact, you have succeeded. You succeeded in realizing that your size is not your health. And your mental health is just as important as your physical health. Which, let me remind you, when you're an intuitive eater, you are not jeopardizing your physical health by gaining some weight. Especially if it's part of a long-term solution to fix your issues with your body image. Okay, We are not jeopardizing our physical health by gaining some weight so we could be at our biologically determined weight set range. But we are very much succeeding in repairing our mental health. So you deserve to be comfortable. Going up a size does not mean you failed. Number three. Oh, there's actually four of these. Oh, I must have added a bonus. Okay. Uh, number three, intuitive eating is a long ball game. And I said that before. It takes time, it's a process, and it has steps, right? The 10 principles. Eventually, you won't, you know, you won't have the, it won't have the pull on you that it does now, food right? Um, sorry, there was a typo and I was like, what, what word did I mean by that? I was <laughs> sorry. Um, I do have a very loose, uh, script, um, outline so that I can remember my thoughts. Um, so again, eating intuitive eating is a long ball game and I'll be honest, me and others like me have experienced almost a sadness, uh, now that food isn't as exciting as it once was. Like I remember I used to look forward so much to Fridays because I would allow myself, you know, some drinks and a more decadent dessert. And now Fridays are like just another day. And if I have a dessert and it's not that special, uh, I can have, you know, another dessert the next day. I can have it on a Tuesday, a Wednesday. So listen, trust the process, stick with it, especially in scary parts, because those are the parts where you can show yourself that you are strong and that you can do this, okay? And number four, a bonus tip, uh, buying clothes is fun, okay? Um, I know not every girl is into shopping, so, you know, maybe this isn't for everybody, but I think that I think it's fun. Um, if you're not the in-store type of person, like if you don't like shopping in a store, physical store, try Amazon Wardrobe. Um, I actually really enjoy Amazon Wardrobe. You, you can try on clothes for free for seven days. Um, and they have some really cute brands and uh, it's, you know, it's pretty affordable. And I'm not an affiliate for them, although if they would like to be sponsored by me, I would love to sponsor them. Uh, and if you're someone who's strapped for cash, you know, even though Amazon Wardrobe does have some um, more affordable options, you can try a consignment store. There are plenty. You can just, you know, Google ones in your area. You can use an app like ThreadUp. You could use Facebook Marketplace. Or you can even do a clothes swap with your girlfriends, which I never did before, but I would really like to because it sounds like a lot of fun. You just bring all the clothes that you don't want and you start, you know, grabbing your friend's stuff. <laughs> uh, you don't have to make this mean something negative, this whole idea of having to buy new clothes. Like, oh my God, I failed. I'm, I'm fat. I have to buy new clothes. Oh, I'm letting myself go. Uh, 
it can be a fun experience. Like, oh my God, yay, I get to, you know, maybe try some different types of looks. I can, you know, find clothes that better fit my body. I can try different colors and fabrics and, and things that are more comfortable. Like, let this be a positive experience. You have the power with your brain to determine your reality. So make it a positive one. All right. I am going to go get my son. <laughs> I hope this all helps uh, those of you who are going through body changes, whether they're changes related to intuitive eating or something else. I'm here for you. You are more than your body. You deserve peace and mental health. I love you. So that is it for today's episode. Seriously, of all the podcasts you can be listening to, I'm so honored that you took the time to listen to mine. I'm also so proud of you for taking this small step forward toward food and body freedom. If you like what you hear and you want to work with me as your coach, go to freedomwithfoodandfitness.com to schedule a free 15-minute discovery call. That way I can hear your specific needs and set up a game plan for your success. I would also be so, so grateful if you could subscribe, follow, rate, and review this podcast so many more people who need help with dieting, body image, disordered eating, and fitness can find our message of freedom. Until next time.